Why do we need enlightenment? Somebody asked this question a couple of different times in the comments yesterday. So I thought that would be a great topic for a video. Uh, I can unpack this in many different ways, but first of all, let me just define enlightenment, uh, or at least my assumption about what this person means by enlightenment. And the term is used in different ways. I don't use the term commonly, but generally speaking, I'll assume that they mean liberation. Liberation from suffering. Liberation from the illusion of separation, the illusion of a separate, distinct suffering self. The illusion that we need to push against life, that we need to have an aversion to life, that we need to have an underlying fear of life, of ourselves, our thoughts, our feelings, etc. To be free of that, we'll call liberation. And for purposes of answering this question, we'll call it enlightenment. So the question is, why do we need that? Well, first of all, I want to say that I rarely, if ever, suggest that any one person or even a group of people need enlightenment or need to wake up. If I were to speak that way, in my opinion, in my experience, that would be a fixation on my part. That would be a view of the world, a dualistic view that suggests or outright states, I have something, I know something, I've realized something that you haven't or that the masses haven't and that they need to figure it out. That's just not true. That's not the experience. The experience here, the experience with me in quotes, uh, is one where there's an inability really to pick apart uh, the experience into subject and object, into self and other or others, to a central self or a central consciousness, and then everything else. That is uh, fundamentally untrue. And that's very, very clear. So there's no way to look out there, see someone else, and think that individual over there is unenlightened. And if they would just wake up, they would feel so much better. I would feel better. The world would be a better place. Or the world is full of people and they all need to wake up. And if they did, the world would be a better place. At the most fundamental level, I can't experience that. It just doesn't make any sense. It's just not true at all. <laughs> Conventionally, it has some meaning. In the relative world, we can speak in terms of, you know, some people may be more awake than others, etc. But that's missing and overlooking the entire point of this whole process. The point of this whole process is that we have identified with the relative world. And thus, we've solidified something that doesn't solidify. Uh, and by doing so, we've overlooked, completely overlooked, the other side of that coin, which is we could call the absolute, or we could call the unborn. And if you're not seeing and experiencing the full spectrum of reality in that way, then one side of that's going to look very skewed or reality is going to look very skewed based on your identification with one side of it. So when realization is 
clear. Or perhaps I could just say from the perspective or the non-perspective of liberation, which doesn't happen to a person. It doesn't apply to a person. I know this sounds paradoxical, but it's just the case. From that non-perspective, there's no need for anything to happen in any other way than it's already happening. There's no need for things to be different than they are. There's no need for people to be different than they are. There's no need for the world to be different than it is at all. Zero. That's liberation. So from that perspective, I hope I don't put a message out there that sounds something like, you need to wake up, or you need enlightenment, or you need anything, because you don't. You don't need anything. You have everything you could possibly need. And you have everything you need to see these truths I'm pointing to right now and to live them. You don't need something called enlightenment added to you for that to be the case. It is already the case. So I think it's actually uh, important that I don't make a moral imperative out of this or that I don't suggest a moral imperative. And yet I see it will be interpreted that way on occasion. And even sometimes I can speak that way, usually answering a question if someone says um, something like these major problems we're encountering in the world, these whatever, climate change or political issues or financial system issues or all the big challenges we're facing. Um, do you think the more people wake up, the better chance we have of navigating that with clarity, compassion, intelligence, all of it? And I'll say I do. But understand that's in a relative context. It's in a relative conversation. It's a hypothetical that we have that choice, that we have that control. <laughs> we don't. So it's a way of speaking. There are conditions that can arise in which it makes sense to speak that way. But hold that very lightly. And most importantly, when it comes to you, you, not some worldview, not some way things are supposed to be, not some doctrine, not your view of an enlightened person, but you. When it comes to you, none of that matters. It's very binary. You want to investigate this? You want to wake up and keep waking up and keep following that immediate experience of unbinding all the way down to its root until there is no root? or you don't, and either way is fine. Your instinct knows this. So the, the core message here is don't conflate worldviews and belief systems and doctrine and dogma and comparing terms and what enlightenment is and it isn't and is it important or not. Don't conflate any of that, which is all thought. It's thought, <clears throat> concepts. Don't conflate that with the opportunity you have if you want to investigate, to investigate your true nature right now, right now, and right now. And every time you sit, and every time you inquire, you don't have to think about this stuff. You don't have to think about, is enlightenment important or not, or why does that guy think it's important, or 
why am I upset? Because it feels like someone has something I don't, or they're suggesting they have something I don't called enlightenment. That's all thought. You don't have to engage any of that and just let it go. Go beyond it. Go beyond those thoughts that say, what do I need? What do I don't need in life? What do I want? What do I not want in life? Is it valuable to go in this direction? What will I get out of it? If I let go, what happens next? What do I get? What do I lose? Thoughts. Those are all thoughts. This is instinctual, purely instinctual. You'll go there right now, or you won't. And then in the next moment, you'll go there or you won't. It's always there, always available 100%, full on. The only way you'll ever really know the value of enlightenment, the value of liberation, is to make the journey yourself. Not to talk to people about it, not to compare doctrine online, not to argue about paths and um, stages and maps and the suttas and Buddhism versus Hinduism and Advaita versus none of that stuff is going to do it for you. It doesn't work. That, that strategy doesn't work. Following your instinct right down to the root and plucking up that root, that works. But it's an act of abject surrender. So if you want to know, find out.